Yeah, good evening, all my friends and fellow podcasters and podcast listeners. I want to thank you for joining us this evening. This is Omari Smith, your host of Men Working, which is a podcast specifically to address issues that face men on a daily basis. Podcast is meant to uplift, inform, and help men just be better. Keep working. We're all on a quest to be better fathers, to be better husbands, to be better brothers, to be better entrepreneurs, to be better professionals, to be better brothers, uncles, mentors in our community. So this podcast is really geared to help men continue to do the work because it's not easy being a man. Wouldn't turn it in and trade it in for the world. Definitely a privilege to be a man and be the head of my household, but also to be a brother, to be a a nephew, to be a son, to be a husband. It's a privilege. So men working is just that. It's a podcast geared to men who are working. Just working on being better. Improving. Because we know if as we improve, our families improve. When men step up and lead, It's a great thing. It affects everybody. It affects the children, affects the wives, affects the neighborhoods. I remember um, growing up in Cleveland on the east side of Cleveland on the third, we call it the the third, it's 93rd, 93rd and Raymond. I'm smiling because it's a lot of great memories. It's a a lot of tragedy. A lot of heartache. It's a lot of great memories. A lot of lives lost. But a lot of good people that came out of there still are there. And, and I think about in my community, you know, how many fathers were actually there. It wasn't a lot based on how many kids were out in the streets playing and just getting into trouble. Now, I imagine. If there was more men out there playing basketball, you know, like my dad, my adopted dad, Jimmy. Said, boy, your last name Smith. Get in the car with all the other Smiths. And he just took me in and just adopted me. I didn't have a father figure. My dad was in prison mostly all my life. And when he wasn't, I don't know where he was at. And Jimmy stepped in in a big way. And um, I remember me and my brother, JJ, fighting all the time because I would want to fight and then want it to be over. Uh, He would fight. And if I got the last lick, he wasn't having it. So he had to have the last lick. He was older than me. but We fight. And then our parents would come get us and 
make us make up and make us, you know, shake hands and and um, I just start tagging along and um, and he just start teaching me things, you know, teaching me how to cut grass, teach me how to hustle, make money, deliver newspapers, um, just start teaching me, you know, something I have and then. My dad, Jimmy, just took me in. I just, just, um, you know, treated me like one of his. And I wanted that. You know, I wanted a father figure. All my sisters, I got five sisters. And my five sisters definitely played a pivotal role in my life because of how nurturing and intelligent they all are so they're all unique in their own way but I remember not being a lot of men in my neighborhood really you know and then the ones that were not weren't very engaged I know my I remember my dad going to play basketball with us um not too many dads did that but I remember him playing basketball going taking us to play basketball on occasions um not that he was a great basketball player, but it was the fact that he took the time to do that. And that was big. That was huge. And he made a big impact on, on a lot of people's lives, even some of my friends' lives that um, told me, you know, man, your dad was the only dad on the neighborhood, on the block for a while. You know, and um, they even, you know, revere him to this day if they see him they stop by if they come in town you know they stop by and see him that's how important men are in the community especially in the black community um in the latino community where it wasn't a whole bunch of fathers around and then i remember mr wallace um, my friend booby his dad i remember going to talk to him and I remember going to see Booby because I went by Casey's house. Casey wasn't home. So I walked around the corner to Booby's house since I was already up that way. And his dad was working on a car. And I just hung around and started helping him. May uh, God rest uh, Mr. Wallace's soul, even though he passed away. And I remember uh, him talking to me about credit cards and how you got to use money to make money and how, you know, with credit, you got to be responsible. And as long as you can sign your name or something, you know, you always got a shot. You know, you always got a shot because everybody will give you a shot. But if you need something, you know, don't get, use credit just to buy stuff to floss. Use credit to buy stuff to make money. And you pay that back and then, you know, flip, buy and flip, buy and flip. And, you know, as a kid, I ain't really understand that. You know, pay it off before it's due date. You know, every credit card got a, a date before they charge you interest. Pay that credit card off. Don't use credit instead of money. You got cash, spend the cash, but don't don't get big credit debt, you know. And I was he was telling me that like at 13, you know, 14 years old. I'm like, it was going over my head, but I didn't forget that. I, I remember that to this day. I remember that to this day. Something that a man told me that was impactful. I remember going to the barbershop when the barbershop used to be about learning and it was about the adults was in charge of the learning. You know, we didn't have all these people talking that didn't know what the heck they were talking about. You know, it was older cats in there dropping science and knowledge. And I remember just always going there on a Saturday, um, Smitty's Barbershop on, um, on Superior. 
when my when my hood was Smitty Barbershop was a safe safe place to go. And it was right next to East High High School. My mom graduated from um, East High High School. East High Bombers was up. And um, I remember uh, Smitty, the, the father, used to be running the place. And it was safe. You know, parents, they had a they had a little store right next door. They had chicken wings and pork rinds and stuff like that in store, and chips and all that. So your mom just dropped you off. And you were there with Smitty and his sons and the rest of them barbers, man. You ain't do nothing. You listen. You, you sat over there like they told you. And you got your haircut. You know, I used to get a schoolboy haircut. I dated myself. But yeah, you go over there and get your haircut. And you would learn, man. You just sit there and listen, man. Them dudes would be, be dropping knowledge and science. Man. And it just, just really um, was a situation where those of us who didn't have men in the household, you definitely would get... You definitely would get that with um, the barbershop. You would, you would get the opinion of a man, which was cool. Teachers were also men in our community. There wasn't a lot of them. I remember two black teachers um in my middle school, Charles Mooney. So I remember Mr. Orr, I remember Mr. Tisdale. There may be another one, but those are the only two that, that I remember that made an impact. And Mr. Tisdale made an impact because he was the first teacher to show me love. Tough love, but love. He never canceled me. He never, no matter what I did, fights, whatever I did, he never canceled me. And I remember him telling me one day, I said, them people stealing from you, man. You know they stealing from you. Why are you letting them steal from you? And he was he was like, listen, we're not gonna let a few people mess up a good thing. Because he was selling pencils for like a nickel or something like that. So um, Mr. Abbott was one of the principals, and you, you get in trouble. They did have a black um, principal named Mr. Dove, but he would be having out swats. Man. Me and Mr. Dove got into it plenty of times um, because yeah, they were swatting back then. And um, yeah, Mr. Dove would have our little little, little spats uh, here and there. He normally would win, but every now and then I, I would just just leave and go home, you know, just or just say, "Call my mom. I'm not I'm not gonna deal with you." But it was on, it was only a few black men in our in our lives in our neighborhoods. And so I went for this podcast for those of us who didn't have a whole bunch of men in our lives. For us to be able to have real conversations, real candid conversations about real things, you know, you know, as men, we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about sports, basketball, cars, women, sex, but we don't talk about some of the real issues that we can grow and learn from each other. And I remember my uncle coming down here, you know, me and I went to the Chiefs game because he's a big Chiefs fan, and I remember my neighbors coming over and I invite a few of my frat brothers over and we all sitting out there having, you know, some adult beverages and just talking, man. And I said, Hey, let's not talk about, let's talk about real stuff. You know, we got an OG here my uncle, he ain't been around, he's been married, he's got adult children. Um, 
You know, he he lived that Cali life. You know, let's let's just talk about something real. You know, so we talk talking about um, blended families. You know, being stepdad, being you know, being a stepkid. You know, just having some real great conversations around that, and you know, the learnings that we got from that. Was, was, was outstanding that I got for sure. The nuggets that I got out of that, just hearing other men like me, um, look like me, you know, go to work like me, just talk about real stuff and how it affected them and gave me some good, you know, insight and some perspective on, you know, some things that I may have had questions about, just us having a conversation. And then one of the brothers said, man, we need to have more of these conversations. We need, man, this is real stuff, man. This is real talk. And that's all I want. I want us to have some real conversations. So this is the very first podcast. This is our introduction podcast. What I'm looking forward to doing is having guest speakers come on um, each week to talk about different things, health, um, talk about wealth, talk about investing, talk about um, construction, you know, home improvement projects, talk about, you know, blended families, um, divorce, um, being single, you know, a lot of different topics that, um, you know, that are affecting men, you know, uh, today talk about, we're going to talk about, um, drugs, you know, different drugs affect us differently. You know, there are all these drug commercials on TV nowadays and, and how are those affecting our bodies? So we'll have professionals, health professionals, um, and some guest speakers here. And this will also be in conjunction with um, a bi-monthly. So every, every other month, we're going to have a men talk, men working, men talk networking session for all uh, men in the Jacksonville area. We'll record it so that way we can play it um, so people can hear it. And we'll have a um, guest speaker have what we call men talk. It's kind of like a TED talk. So 15 minute discussion or, to- or, or topics he'll be um, that person will be addressing as a subject matter expert and um, then open it up for a few questions. And then we'll start networking and we'll have some beverages and some some um some light or derbs and we're going to network and we're going to talk and we're going to um talk about businesses and just really learn to network and just be better so this is our very first podcast this is omari smith with men working thank you for joining us this evening i hope you have a great night and be blessed